Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith. We are a reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church, advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the movement for Black Lives. Our podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. That's a hard act to follow. (laughs) Fortunately, I do have the word of God on my side here. A reading from the book of Matthew. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven, like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, 
the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw away the bad. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all of these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasure as well as gold. So my sermon title, those of you might have noticed, sparked a little conversation this week where uh, I was asked if I was thinking of um, having everybody get up and change their seats during worship. And I responded to that idea with um, my secure confidence and said, but I'm only in my first month and I think they still like me. So I decided not to. Because you know what they say, a pastor goes into a church determined to change the world and then gets fired for changing the bulletin. (laughs) But you may have noticed that there is a change in seating. Did you notice? Someone asked me, why is the choir sitting in the congregation instead of sitting up here in the loft? Well, right now, there's room (laughs) for them to sit in the pews. And they have joined the congregation to add to the ministry of singing and community. And when I responded to the person with that answer, they said, you know, it really helps to know the why behind the change. Sometimes changes happen and we're not really sure why and we're not sure how we feel about that. But see, the choirs fulfilling their ministry in addition to their ministry of singing and sharing their special music, and which is also a service we appreciate. So choir, what do you notice from your different seats? Reflection question. (laughs) Not asking for a five paragraph essay or anything. But my systematic theology professor taught us that we do theology based on where we're sitting. She used examples of different places, like when you're at an NBA game and you might be seated in a different place, you're gonna see a different aspect of the game. Some things might be blocking you and you'll notice something different. And there are some things that you'll miss, there are some things that you'll see better than somebody else. There's also the example she used of the, an ivy-clad 
building and a theologian up, up there and just doing theology, being different than a person doing theology in a base Christian community walking with the Pueblo. When I said my systematic theology professor, did an image come to your mind? Did you think of a black woman at Howard Divinity School? Probably not, if you think about how old I am and how far long ago I went to school. But my focus in my master's program was on women doing theology. And I had research opportunity to be in research context of Nicaragua, El Salvador, and Cuba. And when I attended Wesley Theological Seminary in Washington, DC, at that time, there were no female professors for systematics. But we were in a consortium. So I thought I could enroll at Howard Divinity School at Howard University and study with Kelly Brown Douglas. Well, it turned out that we weren't supposed to take our core courses through the consortium. But I argued that a lack of representation in my seminary was grounds to justify my actions. It, <laughs> amen. Love being in Berkeley. <laughs> it mattered where I was sitting. Not only that, but who I was mattered. As a Latinx woman, I sought out women of color's voices in my professors and in my classmates. Now, there have been some changes since the mid-1900s, uh, 1990s. <laughs> I returned to the same seminary 20 years later to work on my doctorate degree, and I did experience more diversity. On Thursday night, several of us here from Epworth were able to participate in a racial wealth gap learning simulation. The simulation is an interactive tool that helps people understand the connections between racial equity, hunger, poverty, and wealth. In the simulation, participants learn how federal policies created structural inequalities. It guides participants to understand why racial equity is so important to ending hunger and poverty in the United States. In my small group, I chose the card that allowed me to respond to the federal policies as an impacted black American. Now, none of you will be surprised that the impact differs for white Americans. This reality relates to our work of becoming an anti-racist church in our own practices and our own policies. It depends on where you're sitting. It's about privilege. It's about perspective. It's about awareness and so much more. Do you ever look at the world and wonder how is it ever going to get better? Well, it depends on where you're sitting. Where we are sitting right now in a church. I know, going in a church, somebody once said, doesn't make you a Christian any more than going into nations makes you a hamburger. <laughs> but nonetheless, we have gathered in, online or here in person, for a purpose. We are leaning into the word. We are seeking to know from a Jesus-following community perspective. 
we can ask, what is the justice vision of equity and inclusion for all? It seems that what we're looking for is what is biblically referred to as the kingdom of God. Now, we'll be reminded during Advent, that season, season leading up to Christmas, about how the world is in darkness and they're seeking and hoping that some great king will come. And, and, and their ideas and their images of what that kind of rescue and peace would be is based on what they had already known in kings. And we know what's revealed in the Christmas story is something they never could imagine. And then it goes on to Easter and beyond, greater, deeper, more loving and more inclusive than anybody could ever imagine. So what is this kingdom of God? Why is the kingdom come, thy will be done? What is that to be like? Jesus says in the parables that it's most of, it's like most common things in life. This everyday world that we live in embodies the sacred meaning of the divine and human. Really, if you look, if we have the eyes to see, if we have the ears to hear, we see, we experience, we know the sacred and according to Matthew, the first thing Jesus does when he comes out of the wilderness is to proclaim that the kingdom of heaven has come near. Chapter 3, verse 2 in Matthew. And how do we know this kingdom of God that has come near? Jesus lives it out. It's experienced every time he heals someone. Every time he welcomes in the outcasts every time he lifts up women and children, and every time he cares for the poor. His parables remind us that we, too, have choices daily. In real life, we don't get to choose what skin color we're born into or our socioeconomic level. A white male friend of mine says, if you're born in the driver's seat, you must drive responsibly. So what in your world produces the abundance of the mustard seed? What, as like Susan asked, is like leaven, disdained as corrupt, but actually an agent of God's transforming power? Like the man plowing a field or the merchant searching for the pearl, what would you give up everything to possess. I believe there's a movement of the Holy Spirit here in this church at Epworth. It is moving us deeper into the justice-seeking kingdom way of being in this world. Am I alone in that? Anybody else? Open to it? Seeking it? Interested? Amen? Amen? <laughs> I believe it. I do. And it's countercultural. And the good news, as I was reminded Thursday night, is that we're not alone. In a world 
where people think words like Christian and nationalism belong together? We counter. We counter with commitment, action, and risk. We do all of this because we believe. And we're not afraid to change our seat. You've been listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online connect card at epworthberkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week.